0: Oh, you didn't know? Yo, ass better call somebody! This podcast proudly presents to you the zero-time tag team champions of the world! The Road Dog, J.J. Brownlee! The Badass, J.B. Faulkner! Total Spot Fest
1: Live! And welcome to or welcome back to Total Spot Fest. Live I am JJ Brownlee and by my side is my trusty right-hand man. I have nothing else to say. I was going to think i was trying to get something really cool to say, but I can never do it. You're just my right-hand man. Jamie Faulkner. What's up, simps? How you doing? <laughs> uh the, the 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 pain is real. This is WWE's Power Hour, so we're not really going to get into it too much, but Uh, Spoiler alert for Wednesday Maki Ito's going back to Japan (laughs) Which half the internet's going to be ecstatic about I I don't understand the hatred for her Like Jim Cornette, first of all, screw him But there's a bunch of people who are like Screw Maki Ito, she's (laughs) terrible I'm like, man, just She's Joshi, man Like She's amazing you and, don't know Joshi wrestling,
0: and honestly, her her. I know we're not talking about it today, but I watched
1: Elevation, and her match was great. It was great. Jamie's going to going to dive real deep into it on Wednesday because, uh, like I said, this is our WWE Power Hour. You might have noticed I'm I, I I'm not forgetting anything. We are Nicholas. We have suspended the Ninth Wonder of the World. Uh, he is not with us. Uh, we are trucking along with just your hosts, myself and Jamie. So. Uh, This is, like I said, our WWE Power Hour. Thank you for joining us. We do this twice a week. Thursdays will come out with AEW. We're going to talk about Impact as well. Tonight we're going to dive deep into NXT, SmackDown, Raw. Talk about some news going on. There's WrestleMania news. There's possible people leaving WWE news. All sorts of cool stuff going on. (laughs) join the conversation give us a follow on twitter at total spot fest check out our youtube that is total spot fest live uh if you are watching us on youtube i I do want to apologize we don't have video uh we were trying to find a way to do it we we don't want we don't want to pay money for another service i'm not gonna lie we're cheap it's fine (laughs) we're cheap and and we do this you guys, you guys will get the point. But we do this with a like uh, Microsoft Teams or a Zoom call between us. But we record our audio separately because we like to put out a good quality sounding audio for Spotify and Apple and all that. So we want to make sure we get real good audio files from our recording software. But because of that, we can't use a separate camera to record. It, it, it's a whole thing. We're working on it. I, we are going to figure a way to do this. Goddamn it! All right. So uh we are gonna be getting videos so you can see our beautiful faces coming soon. But thank you for joining us, like I said. Jamie, how you been doing, man? You're off of work this week, so I didn't talk to you like at all today. Yeah, I'm
0: I'm completely off. Um it's been pretty good, other than the uh tornado warning that came through our area. Um that was that was a little uh, intense today. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that path that path went right. Oh, Jamie lives on the south side of town. I live on the north side, so I had some sprinkles, and he had a tornado go right over his house. Yeah, it was actually within half
0: a mile from my house. It actually touched Ooh. down a to half a mile from my house. That was a little little, little scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls yeah. don't know that unless they listen. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I'm good there.
1: That's good, but but us us being the stubborn Midwesterners, we're just like ah, it was just a little touchdown. It wasn't any F one. It's no big, deal. you know. It's like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, m- I remember we had some people from California, the job that we're at, we used to have an office out in LA and they'd, they'd come out and visit us from time to time. And whenever they come out in the spring, there'd be stuff going on and it's like, oh my God, there was a tornado last night. Did you guys see that? Like, oh, there was? Oh yeah. No, there wasn't. That way they didn't even touch down. What are you talking about? And they could not get it through their, their, their mind how we could be so nonchalant about that. And then like, oh, I guess it's just a matter of your atmosphere.
0: Yeah. I, w- I was there one time, and uh, there was a tremor, and I'm like, oh my god, everybody feel the tremor? I'm like Yeah, it's no big deal. It's like the same thing, <laughs> just reverse. Like, Earthquake, yeah. I'm not used to
1: earthquakes, and they're like, yeah,
0: whatevs, you know, it's fine.
1: I'm glad to hear that you made it all right, Jamie, with no damages. Uh, that's wonderful. But anyway, let's, let's get right into it. Uh, we're going to start off with NXT. We'll get to SmackDown Ron a little bit. I got some news coming up here, but NXT from last week was good. Yeah. Now, as promised, there was two big announcements, and once again, I don't, I, don't, I, hate, I hate poking the bear, but this is what NXT gets right that the other shows don't. Like they, they came out right from the start. William Regal in the ring. Here's the show. I'm giving these announcements right now. This would have been our top of hour two and top of hour three on on Raw. So kudos to NXT for that. William Regal gives the first one, like we had heard the rumor. He confirmed it that takeover is going to be a two-night affair this year. Excuse me, takeover stand and deliver is going to be a two-night affair. So, <laughs> do you think of Edward oh, Almos th- when 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 he said I, that? I did. Instant. I absolutely Calculus. did. It's like come on, man. <laughs> he said stand and deliver, and I go, okay. I don't know what that means, but sure. Um, so it's going to be, and we don't know. We don't know where it is. It could be from. Uh, Raymond James Stadium, it could be from the Thunderdome, it could be from the performance. We we don't know where TakeOver is happening, so there may or may not be live audience for some of this or none of this, we don't know, but on uh, April 7th, the first night is going to be live on the USA Network, which I appreciate that, and then the next night, it's going to be live on the Peacock Network, because Peacock, starting in now, right, is on... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. P- it's not. I think it was like today. Today, it moved to uh, WWE Network. Moved to Peacock in the U.S. exclusively. Mm-hmm. So, uh, those of those of those of you who are outside the U.S., I don't know how you are going to watch this. But I mean, I don't know what you watch NXT on anyway. So, in the U.S., two nights, four seven live on USA, four eight live on Peacock. Two night takeover. This should be this should be good, right? You would you would hope. I mean, that's a lot of
0: NXT wrestling, and they don't really build enough. Like, that's the
1: thing. Like, two nights, they would have to, like, start... That's a good f- number. That's four hours minimum of NXT wrestling.
0: Yeah, and they'd have to have a f- a, a, this fever pitch of storylines just coming out left and right in order to set stuff up. Like, I don't, I don't think they can do it.
1: No, I mean, that's, that's a lot of story. I suspect we're going to get some battle royal ladder match you know some multitude matches where they can incorporate a lot of people which i yes please give me all of that i'm all for oh that. yeah I'm, I'm i'm always down for a good battle royale uh-huh. and they usually do a ladder match every takeover main or every mania takeover so yeah let's see what it is but tonight that's the, uh, announcement number one two night takeover announcement number two I'm going to put on my my magic hat here cuz once again I predicted it it was the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships Sh- official. Shocker. I know, I know, I know. It wasn't it wasn't a large stretch, but I it was I don't think it was you. I think it was I think it was that other dude we had that was visiting that gave me a lot of crap about oh they're not going to do that, but they did it. Uh, finally did that and they gave them two like we suspected they reward them to Raquel and Dakota Kai yeah. so that was, that was nice. That was good. I liked it. I loved I loved that they went that route. Now, the, the, the rub on the internet is that apparently the plan was to have the Dusty Cup, Women's Dusty Cup, be end with the Tag Team Champions. The Dusty Cup got moved up, though, so they could match it with the men's final and kind of pair it. And the belts weren't ready. That's what I heard. I have no idea if that's true or not. But anyway, they just kind of awarded it to, to them. Now... You might be thinking, well, but they won that cup a few weeks ago. They had a shot. They didn't win. Do Did they really deserve them? Don't you worry, because immediately Shotzi Blackheart and Moon step up to quote-unquote congratulate our new women's tag champs, but then challenge them to a t- title match later on the night, which of course they accepted. Shocker. I know. I know. And this was, this was cool. So they go from that. Immediately into the first title match of the night, staying in the women's division, best women's division in wrestling, period, hands down, hands down. So they go into the women's championship match, Io Shirai and Tony Storm, which rematch of their two thousand eight uh, two thousand eighteen wow two thousand eight <laughs> two thousand eighteen May Young Classic final, which was a bomb killer at Revolution. Mm-hmm. So right into that evolution wasn't Evolution. That's it. what did I say? Revol- Revolution. Oh, you Revolution. got AEW on I'm, mine. Oh, that's fine. it that was it's so fine. good. It was so good. All right, sorry. listen into our Revolution uh, review if you're an AEW fan. It wasn't as good as that match, but it was still was a bo- it was still was a banger. A couple of notes that I had here. For one, one of the announcers made me you know disbelieve humanity and and time in general because they they said that three years ago when they fought, Tony Storm was only nineteen, and I'm thinking in my head. She's not 22. She's definitely older than that because I know she wrestled in the independence scene. Mm-hmm. And anyway, she is. She's 25. But it literally took like like I had to, I paused my stream. had to go Google it because I it was driving me crazy. But anywho, uh, Io Shirai moonsault from the top rope onto the outside. There's just there was a lot of good matches. Tony looked very good. She's she's morphed into that bruising strongish style a mm-hmm. lot more. I don't know if it's because of her time over in in UK or not, but she definitely has more of that feel than she did originally when she was an indie. Or when she was in the May Young, yeah.
0: yeah, no, I agree. I think I think this was I I like this match. I I wanted to love this match, just because of the two and they were going, they they went at it. It was it was a solid match. The only thing I just wanted more. It was not long enough for me, and that's it. Like mm-hmm. that's where the like love thing. If if you give me five more minutes of of that match, I loved it, but it just. Left me wanting, because the end up was, was, I liked how it wasn't a finisher ending again. I think they're finally yeah. getting into that, that hole, you don't have to have a finisher to end. But no, I thought overall, top to bottom, great match. Just didn't love it, because
1: it was too short. It was pretty short. EO one with a cross face at the end. Made her tap. I, my thing is that I liked this match just like you. I didn't love it. And the reason I didn't love it is because I didn't believe for a second Tony Storm was gonna win. Mm-hmm. It just came came out of nowhere. And I, I don't want to say that they've wasted Tony Storm's coming back. It's just I think that there's been some missteps in the way they brought her back to American uh, to regular NXT and you know what what they're doing with her directions. So anywho, it was it was good. It was a great match. It was a good way to start. So you had you had banger right from the go. Right after the women's tag team announcement, so, so female so, heavy. Yeah. So one one more thing on this thing, and I know
0: that this might be taboo, but there was a lot of <laughs> go there, for it. There was a lot of Crispinwa in this in this match.
1: Well, okay. Tony Storm has a lot of Chris Benoit in her. Yes.
0: Repertoire. Yeah. She went for the diving headbutt, Chris Benoit, and then one with a crossface crippler. Chris Benoit and then there was that reverse that released German suplex Chris Benoit like I mean obviously I I don't want to like glorify the monster that he became but he was a great in-ring worker and he did a lot of good things there and just totally you know
1: he was a great talent I remember yeah I remember, was it seventeen years ago, yesterday or the day before? I saw something on Twitter, but it was when he had won the the uh, what was it the heavyweight wrestling championship, and Eddie Guerrero was the WWE champion, and they had his big hug in the middle of the ring because they were close friends. I mean, Chris Benoit before we found out what he actually was at the end of everything was one of the one of the one of the stars, one of the best out there, and he was yeah, I mean. I don't think that we can forever just be like you can't do that cuz Chris Benoit did that and he's the worst person that ever lived. I mean, goddamn. WWE's forgiven Hulk Hogan for god's sake. So,
0: oh, they've they've gone record to say that his name and anything that his of his likeness is burned from their
1: and, and and okay, and him, yes, rightfully so. What he did, if you don't know what he did, google it. It's terrible. You won't it's not good. Yeah. Uh, it, those of you who do know what he did, you know what we we're talking about. We're not going to give a justification by giving it, you know, actual credit. But that doesn't mean that things he did can't be done by other people. Their their moves, their holds, it does. It's not. It's yeah, not like, resolved to him. I mean, Devon did a flying headbutt. The what's up?
0: Yeah, but like EO's EO's crossface, like the way that she just grabbed and drug right down real quick instantly reminded me of of back then like it was this eerily just like the way he did it and just gave me flashbacks i'm like i shouldn't Mm -hmm. be thinking about this guy like that's what was going through my head like i should not give this guy (laughs) like rent in my head free like you know just living in there it just that's why i was want to bring it up like it had these things and unfortunately if i put his his name in your head i apologize but it's just like i saw so many influences from what he did jimmy
1: had jimmy had chris benoit ptsd So
0: yeah, pretty much like, and I, (laughs) I used to like the guy and
1: then I, I loathe the guy now as a father, as you you should, but I get that. I'm, you know, but I think that plays a lot into, especially storm, you know, EO's EO's a great real, EO's got little hints of a ton of wrestlers in her style. Mm -hmm. So Eddie, but but you, you're right. (laughs) Tony storm. And and unfortunately, whenever you have somebody who's a, a hard hitting wrestler, male or female, there's going to be a little bit of Benoit mixed in there. So mm-hmm. moving swiftly away from the, from yes. the nightmare yeah, sorry. train that is that. that's OK. Yeah. Pop a little something. You'll be fine later. Yeah. So exactly. we, had a, we had a quick Finn Balor promo teasing uh, talking smack. I'm Cole. That's your main event tonight. The mm-hmm. uh, championship match between Cole and uh, Balor. Then L.A. Knight had an interview where and LA Knight's just great. I love mm-hmm. him on the mic. I love him in general. Uh, he goes on saying that next week is going to be his in-ring debut. He then gets jumped by Bronson Reed. And I can just smell either a... North American title or North American number one contender ladder match coming for that takeover we talked about. Because you got Bronson Reed, LA Knight, your favorite Cameron Grimes. Yeah. That's the only mention I'm making of him because he did not appear in this NXT. And that's so, why this NXT was great. That's why you told me earlier you loved this NXT because there's no Cameron Grimes. Okay. Not but one bit. those, uh, I mean, you could throw in there. Leon Ruff, you could throw in there, whatever you know. Swerve Scott, you could throw in there. I think that that is that is definitely where they're going with this. But anyway, he gets jumped by Bronson Reed to be to be you know continued later on. Mm -hmm. Then you had Jake Atlas versus Pete Dunne, which was uh, pretty much a match just to see how ripped Pete Dunne has gotten. So uh, Pete Dunne, (laughs) I mean the the man's dropped what twenty pounds and added just definition everywhere
0: yeah he's shredded but he definitely needs somebody to help him with his his toner because like his his <laughs> his tan is yeah. off like it just
1: looks weird yeah like somebody needs to teach that guy how to do it <laughs> he's british i'm not gonna I'm try to stitch to pigeon t- hole, but whatever so dunn Dun wins in a quick squash match uh then he calls himself the best technical wrestler in the world and dares someone to step up to him so That'll be interesting to see where they go with that. Who else is technical that's out there? Well, I I, I want to say Finn Balor, but that's not... No. Um, mm, no. Stew I, mean, on. I, don't, I might have to stew on that one. I would say Walter, but that doesn't make any sense. Well, Imperium's here. Why wouldn't Walter be here? They're, he will be here eventually, but they're both heel. Now, Walter won the... NXT UK title from Dunn, and if they're setting up a long play angle to have him challenge Walter back, I'm all for that. But I just—that's why I don't think it makes sense because heel versus heel. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else is out there. That Kushida.
0: Ooh, Kushida. Now
1: that would be a fun match. That's a fun match. I want. Please give me more Kushida. That's who I was thinking of when I was talking about the UK champion, US uh, North American Championship. But yes. Maybe that we'll see. Yeah. So definitely setting something up there, and then they're setting up something more because next we got an Imperium promo, (laughs) three quarters of Imperium, (laughs) (laughs) right? Where they're they're wooing Tim Thatcher and you know making it clear that they want him to rejoin them in Imperium, and they said they'll even accept Chiampa, or your friend is what they said Mm -hmm. out of respect for you. So that's continuing to go on. So. Cool, cool beans there. Real quick little promo. Then you got a Leon Ruff promo where he's talking smack on swerve. I still don't know where the hell this is going. This is the one This is the one angle where I'm just like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I don't think I care. I don't care. Uh, and then we get into Dakota Kai and Ra- Raquel Gonzalez. Tag te- women Women's tag team title. It's, it's new. It's hard to say. Women's tag team title match against Shotzi Blackheart and Amber Moon. It was a good match. It was a really good match. It was a good match. They, You've seen this before. They they faced off in the Dusty Cup Finals, so it's not something new and surprising. Just like Eo and Tony. We've seen it before, but it's a very good back and forth. Uh, There's lots of isolation. So mm-hmm. Dakota got isolated at first and then uh, Ember got isolated and then Raquel amazingly got isolated, which I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not so she's not like awesome Kong at, you know, her intro and in TNA where it's, you don't believe anybody can beat her. She's she's not she's big and physically dominating, but she's not that big. And phys- so I'd like that they give her that bit of humanity to her i don't know if that's the right word but well yeah she's she's she's
0: a person and not this monster like an awesome kong or any of those who like i I loved awesome kong but she was portrayed as a monster like you you
1: couldn't get which is fun for a hot minute but that's when you when you come out the shoot with that you can't go anywhere yeah yeah so in in the end and this is i have i have such mixed feelings about this Mm -hmm. so It ends up being Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon get the win, and here's why I, I know exactly why they're doing this, and my my prediction is because they want Raquel Gonzalez to this is their this is their since they announced Takeover early in the night this is their start of their they're starting to set up things for Takeover. L.A. Knight's making a weird promo. You have you know Pete Dunn making a promo. You, just, you know they're setting they're setting the groundwork for Takeover. I. Get it, and I know that that means that Raquel Gonzalez is because that's she's the only one that EO really hasn't beaten. Really, not one on one. You just gave them the titles literally an hour earlier. Give them a week, for God's sake! I mean, you, the Miz got a week with the freaking WWE Championship. Give them a week, especially Dakota Kai is literally given her bones to this company. If <laughs> she finally gets a title, give them a week. But <clears throat> <clears throat> I thought we were going to wait till later to hear from your ass. But Oh, no. You get to hear from me <laughs> now. So this, I had a
0: great conversation with William Regal about this. And we both came up with this. Actually, I, I told him what to do the whole thing because, you know, I said Vince said it. So he automatically believed what I had to say about this. But I said, we have him drop it instantly therefore you can push Raquel as the number one woman's contender because you don't have anybody else that's ready yet because you got all these new people who don't know the WWE way and then we're gonna have Shotzi and Amber go with somebody else it's very much a raw thing to do and I'm trying to get him to understand raw is the only way to do things
1: (laughs) at the end of the day I don't dislike Shotzi and Ember having the titles. I'm happy for Ember. This is a woman who damn near quit wrestling. Mm-hmm. Not Damn near quit wrestling after her last injury. And Shotzi, we, you've, you've said before, she's near to our heart. She's She came up, one of the Indies she came up through was our very own Journey Pro here in Kansas City. So... I am not disappointed that they have the belts. I think that obviously they're going to set up a feud, and I'll get to that in a second here with uh, The Way, which I'm all for that too. Just give them a week. You can. EO just had a match tonight. You know, it, it, let, let, let them have the belts for a week. You could have delayed this match for a week. Mm-hmm. And then, or better yet, you could have had Shotzi and Ember come out to challenge and then had The Way you know say no 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 you cheated against us. we deserve a shot there's your number one contender match for the next week but they didn't do that they gave him anyway i'm gonna get over it it's it's it was a f- it was a good match it was and but I'm, it was a I'm very not...
0: bruce pritchard thing to do
1: it, it very much was and i was that to me was that was was my one knock and i'm gonna give i'm gonna take a star away for that for the show just a full, full star just for that because i did not like <laughs> you know he has anyway. that effect on people he does. Yeah, uh, Adam Cole pr- promo, same thing. He's talking crap and explaining how we got here, the whole nine yards. And interestingly enough, I did write this down because Adam Cole said that the undisputed era is dead when he says it is. He just got rid of the dead weight. So mm-hmm. New I like this. Members. Just dig, just just digging into that. Go for it. Uh, Then you come back from commercial and uh, Shotzi and Ember are are coming backstage or getting ready to go to commercial, whatever. Shotzi and Ember Moon are coming backstage. They're congratulated by the entire women's roster there. With the exception of the pre-afforded mention, Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Uh, Indy is my new crutch. I'm going to say, hey, Indy, you know, but (laughs) they were sitting there and just not impressed. Indy was over everybody which you could barely hear but I loved uh, yeah, and they kept they, they kept going it should have been us should have been us should have been us and they're walking away and they get they run into uh, Johnny of course is like should have been you guys right it should have been you and then here comes Austin Theory from the side and this is Once again, I love this whole – I love everything about the way they've turned into one of my favorite things in wrestling on a weekly basis. So Austin Theory comes in, and he asks Johnny Gargano. He says, did you pay the therapist off last week? And Johnny goes, well, yeah. Therapy ain't cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's so good. Yeah. So good. So then Austin gets him all worked up and he's going to go, he's going to fight Dexter Loomis. Okay. Mm -hmm. So next you get, what is the next match? Oh, Zaya Lee versus Caden Carr. Yes. That means so far there have been four matches and three women's matches. Did I say how good the NXT women's division is compared to other promotions? You will get the comparison. In about twenty minutes or so, here when we get to some other shows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Ziley versus Kate Carter. We called it. This is going to be her next on her line. So Ziley comes out. Kaden starts out looking real strong. Yeah. First of all. Yeah, she did. Kaden Carter, very underrated performer. And and this was a little odd, but like halfway through the match, Casey Catanzaro comes out with her crutch because she has a legitimate like LCL uh, tear. You know, comes out with her crutch to the ringside. Like, well, why were not you there the whole time? This is your best friend. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I digress. But uh, during the match, it, this wasn't, this was probably the shortest of the women's matches of the night. It goes for a little bit. Caden looks good. And then Zaya props her up in the corner, not on the actual stairs, but sort of on the apron with her knee propped up in the same fashion on the lowest turnbuckle. And she's going to do the same thing to Caden that she did to Casey and then Casey of course, user uses her crush, just, just whacks Zaya with it and goes in the ring and just beats the holy crap out of her gets, gets Caden just dis- disqualified and Boa then comes into the ring. And mm-hmm. I mean this whole like Zen thing, and I know I'm mispronouncing that. I don't care because I don't get it. She, she tells Boa to crush her and that turns Boa invincible and he, he, his body just stops the cane that uh, Casey's using to try to whip him with. And then, I, I don't know. Anyway, Kane gets the other ca- other crutch and beats him, and it, it goes on. So, this is going to go on. You guys saw a lot of fury there from Casey Catanzaro for a hot minute. Now, you had told me a few weeks back that you predict or you heard that they're, they're trying to turn Casey heel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to give her something different, but now she's hurt, so... well. And the reason I brought that up is because during her whole little fury of action, she had a heelish side to her. She snapped hard. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel
0: like it's the first, the first of it, and then she's going to join Xylee?
1: I think that's a good. Well, first of all, I don't know how long she's out for, so I don't want to make that prediction because who knows. But I think that that's a very in- interesting idea. I love that, that she's getting a push. I feel like she was overlooked because she was a girl. F- oh, that's the girl from American Ninja War she's tiny. Whatever. No no one gives her a crap. Oh, that's Ricochet's girlfriend. Who cares? You know, she's that's the only reason she's here. Which yeah. I think is the first which I think is why she quote unquote retired the first time is because She had both of those things. No respect. Yeah. Zero respect. Yeah. And and the, the the woman the woman's a, a physical like for for being four foot eleven and like ninety pounds, the woman's a physical prowess. So yeah, like
0: she, physical specimen for sure. Like what she's able to do physically just
1: defies logic. Yeah, so I I, I don't I'll, 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 I'm interested to see how it goes. I'm just happy she's getting a push, and I think Caden's worked hard to get up to WWE. So good on them. So next you have a few more promos. You have a Jordan Devlin, yeah, Jordan Devlin. Am I saying that right? Jordan Devlin, that is correct. I don't, I don't. Maybe I'm. Who knows? Uh, I had a promo with him. Remember, he was the cruiserweight champion pre-pandemic, and then got stuck in England and got stripped, and that's why uh, Escobar uh, Santos Escobar has the the title. But he's uh, doing a promo, and oh, surprise, surprise! He's in. The airport doing the promo. So he's challenging Escobar for a you know, that the that the real champion stand up sort of match next week. Uh then you get a Zoe Stark promo. Zoe Stark looks good as hell. We talked about her before. Yeah. Nice little nice little promo.
0: Yeah, it was good. It was fine.
1: Yeah, it it wasn't much. And then you had uh Santos Escobar yelling at Regal about <laughs> Jordan <laughs> Depp. <Yeah. laughs> That match won't happen. He knows they're gonna push it to stand alone. It's it's not gonna happen. But I, I I didn't like the whole like reveal of Santos Escobar after he had the mask and the cruiser. You know, and the, and then you know fantasma I was indifferent about for a while. I don't know if it's because of the match against Carrion uh, Cross, but I really like him now. I don't know.
0: You know, I I think his whole shtick is getting over on me as well. I, I didn't want to like it at first. I'm like, what the hell is mm-hmm. this? Like I feel like I've seen this like a thousand times before in some right, variation. Right. But this one, I mean, it is, but I'm hooked. Like, you got me. Okay. I'm in on Mexican this one too. Mafia. Yeah. I
1: mean, it's it's not the most creative. It's just the inter ethnicity mafia style group. I mean, it's not, but it's it works. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I I'm I'm I'm, I'm beginning more and more impressed with him. And I've always said he's a great performer in the ring. So Very much we'll see so. where this goes. Uh, he sends out Legado Fantasma. They have a match against Grizzled Young Veterans. Uh, this is a surprise. I must say it. You know, every, every match, every show has that. Even, even Dynamite, even NXT. There's that one dud of the evening? Well, this is the dud. And the reason is because, the, like I said, Legado Fantasma faced the Grizzled Young Veterans, who I'm just I'm becoming less and less a fan the of. The diaper duo. Diaper Duel, I can't stand Zap Gibson's intro. I just, I don't know. And they don't, like, when I first saw them, first couple times, I'm like, oh, look at these guys. These guys are good. And then it's like, they, they basically wrestle the exact same match every time. They don't yeah. change ever. Yeah. And I don't know if that's, and that's got to be on them. Because pretty much anybody else will, will, will step up to the plate against them. So... Look how Detas ended up winning. Uh, the match is interrupted by Brizongo. Oh wait, no, it's not Brizongo. It's MSK in Brizongo's like spaceman outfit, outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, which apparently Lee has been cleared, even though his hand is definitely broken.
0: yeah. Because so. he he broke a metatarsal. For any of those who know, those are the ones like Ooh. in the hand. It's look not, at Jamie getting fancy. Yeah, it's not a phalange. <laughs> so um, your phalanges are your fingers, ladies and gentlemen. It's the bones between the wrist and your fingers, like where your knuckle, like underneath your knuckle and to your wrist. Those are your those are your metatarsals. And he he broke one of those. I think it was on his ring finger. Is what they said. Just so everybody knows. Yeah.
1: This this medical minute by by Jamie Faulkner is brought to you by WebMD. WebMD yeah. for all your <laughs> brought th- to you home by Dr. Carl's Juniors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, shout out Carl's Juniors if you want to sponsor our podcast. Just please just hit us up at, at Total Total Spotfest on Twitter. Okay, so yeah. <laughs> b- but then Brizongo does jump out because then they they jump uh, legato Del Fantasmas. It's good. We got some extra stuff here. Deep. Second deepest uh, tag team division in in the land. I'm happy. I
0: see a tornado tag battle royale, first and and deliver with these guys. We we
1: gotta have two nights worth of takeover matches. So yeah, do it.
0: What if they do one? What if they do one night of war games?
1: Oh, that'd be nice. They won't do it, but that'd be great. Yeah, they (laughs) they should. All right. So, quick interview with Dakota Gala, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez who whatever, we you know, we, whatever, we were still the first, we were still the first. And like we called it, they get interrupted by Io Shirai who calls out Raquel Gonzalez, which is not surprising knowing Io's character. Yeah. She's total face now. She's even though she's still the Ju- the, Ju- the Josie Judas, she's still she's total face. But uh, calls out Raquel and wants her next. So, it's happening. Once again, he mm-hmm. could have done this in a week's time. Come on, guys. Yep, yep. Thatcher and Champa do a quick interview. Champa uh, kind of interrupts Tim Thatcher and says he's not interested in their offer. That is Imperium's offer. But he is, and I like this, he is interested in that guy. What's his name? The General. Talking about Walter. Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yeah. Two times over. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Please. Yeah, I'm here, gonna fight I'm here for that one for sure. Ooh, I, I take my money. Uh, they're gonna fight Imperium next week. By the way, so
0: shocker. Um,
1: also, preview next week's show. You got uh, Loomis versus Austin Theory, like I previously talked about. Rough versus Swerve. Finally, God, good God. And LA Knight's gonna make his in-ring debut. Probably against Bronson Reed's, my guess. He's so. Thick Boy, Thick Boy. I went to go buy that shirt because I was like, I was like, I think and it was like I predicted in the clearance section, nice. twelve dollars. Nice. Didn't have my size in stock. It's like was the first time I've been on w, shop, the WWE shop in like months and don't what whatever. I, it I it might be like towards a calendar year for me. Like it's been a hot <laughs> minute. Although I did see a Mega Power shirt that I thought you would love, <laughs> and I'm gonna share with you that link here in a few minutes, Jamie. Um, I mean, I did get so, a 1992
0: Summerslam shirt this weekend, and I which was
1: great. It was great. I I. Talking fashion for a hot second, I did go and uh, uh, our friends over, the Lucha Brothers, uh, I say our friends like we're buddies, but whatever, (laughs) Uh, Republic of Lucha's online shop opened on Saturday, unfortunately not Friday, but Saturday, and yeah, they they, they have some of my money now because I, I couldn't not, I couldn't not.
0: Yeah, anywho, I took I took advantage of the bullet uh, or of the uh, pro wrestling tees twenty percent off. I got a bullet club shirt, and then I did the extra, and then I got the Kenny Omega Mega Man shirt, the blue Mega Man shirt with all the different uh, oh, yeah. variations of, yeah. of him. Yeah, I was like, oh I my god, this is shirt great. Yeah, I'm like, I got it for ten Why bucks. Why I never
1: buy that shirt? That's a great shirt.
0: Yep, I got it for ten bucks. <laughs> okay, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Main fantastic.
1: event. We're the, we're, we're the same size, so I'm going to steal it next time I your house. <laughs> yeah, fair. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so last match, main event, Adam Cole, Finn Bauer, NXT Championship. Uh, this match is what you thought this match was going to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, Adam Cole in a match, period. Finn Balor, since he's come back to NXT, yes, this match was fantastic. Adam Cole still in the under, uh, or the Under Armour, the, uh, the Undisputed Era garb Still with undisputed air music, and God, it was great. Uh, there was there was there was the last. I didn't write down all the spots here. There's tons of spots. Finn had a big reversal suplex onto the ramp that looked stiff, stiff, mm-hmm, stiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a whole lot of stuff. And, and, and I'm just gonna skip ahead here because once again, we, this, it goes without saying this match was fan freaking fantastic. At the end, Finn Balor kicks out of the last shot. And then kicks out of a Panama Sunrise. <laughs> yeah. And it is blatantly obvious at that point that it's like, oh, yeah, Finn's not losing this match. And he didn't. Yeah. yeah he ended it with uh, his typical combination uh, somewhat, uh, you know, coup de gras, uh, 16, 19, boom, done, cool. Then Kyle freaking O'Reilly comes out of the crowd. That made my heart happy a little bit. Actually, and I I do apologize. He actually came out of the crowds, kind of distracted uh, often, which led to him doing a 1916 on the floor and then a coup de grace for the win. But Kyle Riley came out, and Kyle Riley looked great in his new, like, kind of like uh, roadhouse inspired. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah.
0: His name's Dalton. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it did. Yeah, the, the denim vest on, and with like was like, the, it was like the, not the battle vest, like for all you metal fans, with like the you know the patches and the pins, and just plain old just denim vest out. So it, it, black t shirt. It just yeah, it looked great. Yeah, um, not like
0: Warhorse. It, w- it did not look like Warhorse.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. So he comes out after the match. Comes in the ring, and then Adam, Adam's character work is so good. He would get just just droid character wise he would become an Andrade if he had moved to uh, anything else mm-hmm. so Adam feigns sympathy he's tearing up he didn't mean to do it and then he tries the low blow real fast and Kyle catches him and I love this little bit of storytelling so he catches it with his right arm Kyle catches him holding his arm and with his other hand he pulls the under undisputed era armband off of Adam Cole throws it away they go brawl Great little little nod in the storytelling angle. Agreed. They, they they go, they fight, they kind of go up the ramp, they fight more, they go to the back, and they're fighting probably still to this day. But that leaves Finn Bauer, literally just standing by, by himself, just kind of holding his belt in the ring, and he <laughs> looks and he stops, looks straight forward. He never turns around, and he just goes, what took you so long? Because behind him, Karrion Cross. Thank you. That's That's your main event, night two, takeover. About but. damn time. Seriously. Seriously.
0: And, and can we get Karrion Cross a finisher by then? That'd be nice.
1: <laughs> you don't like the arm shot in the back of the thing? The, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. The donkey punch? No. I'm good. I actually, here's here's my pitch to uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, anybody uh, from NXT, If by, uh, hey, if you're listening to us, here's my pitch to you. Don't give him a finisher hear me out have him just win in brutal ways different ways every time something just brutal and just just destroying and he just you know just i think that that is not something that has been seen in forever just a man that just going out there after a match he just uh, demolishes you in some way and he's just like that's enough i'm gonna pin you now you know yeah it's a thought yeah I, I, I would it goes against everything that is pro wrestling. I know.
0: I, I would like it if he did like a little homage to Brody Lee and just did the discus lariat. Like, do it in the front, not the back. I want to see the guy's lights go out from the front instead he's just burying his face in the ground. I just
1: like if you're going right. to do it, do it, do it that way. Yeah, even if he was standing up, I mean, it's just, I don't know, the presentation of the way he does his finisher just doesn't match the rest of his body of work. Yeah, or so. do it rock bottom that match just a wicked uranage would be fantastic like, yes please. like a That's, big
0: high elevated one like almost choke slam style and just i mean i
1: i i geek out to like 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 samoa joe style Uranagi. Let's yes, just go down to here please more of that so that was nxt nxt very good show losing the star because of that uh bruce pritchett uh you know style title you're drop. welcome you're welcome yeah. Uh, Yeah, you can go F yourself. So, (laughs) SmackDown Raw coming up here in a second, but we're going to talk about some news first. And the first bit, I'm going to say it, and I'm going to turn it over to you, Jamie, because I know you've got lots to say about this first bit of news. And I'm sure if you're on the internet and you follow Anything Wrestling, you've seen this come across. But one of the people who we clamor for, and we bitch and whine every week about being buried, Andrade... Or as he was known Andrade Cien Almos in NXT, has asked for his release. Let me repeat that. Charlotte Flair's fiance has asked for his release from WWE. Jamie, go. Long
0: overdue. That was a long overdue thing. Like they they've they not used him since October, ladies and gentlemen. Five months. Five consecutive months he has not been on our TV screen five months at all at all and has he been hurt no. no not at all not even hurt but here's here's the shittier part about it okay so he asked for it they tell him
1: no seriously freaking no. goddamn. damn Durr.
0: so this is probably how it went down he's like I, I want to get out of here and Bruce Pritchard's like You know, I can't. I am contractually obligated to make Charlotte Flair happy. And your happiness doesn't matter to me. And Vince hates everybody else, so he's going to make you stay. So go sit with Aleister Black. uh, And... It was terrible. Like, it's terrible. Like, what they are doing to that poor man. Like, I, they say, I don't think it's over. Yeah, well, they say he walks around and he is just, looks like death warmed over. Just terrible. Hates life. Like, legit looks like he is, like, the most miserable person in the whole wide world. Because he can't do the one thing he loves. And it's sad. It is sad to me that they just will not allow him to wrestle at all or give it, him his release to go wrestle somewhere else. Go back down to AAA. Go over to Japan,
1: something. Well, and here's here's my here's my my, my part on that, okay? That I don't think this story is over because all it takes is one conversation with Charlotte to Vince. And I think that we might get the result that we all need in and, and love. Now, Will she do that? Does she want him to go somewhere else? Presumably AEW. Everybody's thinking it. Let's be honest. The the thoughts process for that is unbelievable. I mean, the rumor Mill has that Thea Trinidad has secretly signed with AEW and is going to be coming in anyway. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've heard several different variations of her role. Some have said that she's going to be brought into the inner circle. You know, we floated the idea. You floated the idea. Let me you jamie thank you for the idea uh, i'm giving credit you give me credit before i'll give you credit uh you flow the idea of her r- being the new leader of the dark order i said that hey let's have let's have lax 3.0 you know let's have the female lax even though thunder rosa and evilly say each other whatever um how oh, about her so it'd be, they'd, they'd, they'd be, they'd be so good but they, there's so much heat between them that's another story mm-hmm. um you know it make it's not surprising you see her show up and then right next to her or from the other tunnel out pops, Andrade and they're together and you got you got El Idolo you know but you know that's not surprising but then if they have a faction to go with them be that proud and powerful joins on with them or or even they have like you know Ivalice and Diamante. you know or whatever or not even maybe the Latin American thing. Maybe you mix it, whatever it is. It'd be great. So, everybody's going to say AW because, yes, please, that makes most sense in the world. Triple A would take him back in a second. Oh, in <laughs> a heartbeat. And especially with, you know, the expanded role that Pentagon and uh, Phoenix have here in America. Mm-hmm. You know, they're... Now, I don't... And I'm not as keen to their running schedule down Triple A. You know, we don't... It's unfortunate, but we you know we don't get the as much AAA news up here. It's hard to watch their stuff unless you dig deep on the internet. Yeah, you know, so you know, but I know that you know he would he could go there tomorrow and be a star. New Japan would be. I mean, there's there's all sorts of stuff there, and my hope and maybe this is just me being me me being a stan and trying to get my you know my ideas over, but. You know, my hope is that Shard's going to be like, I love him more than need him here. I want him to be happy. You know, go have a talk with Vince. Because it, it does. If a flair has one talk with Vince McMahon, tells them what they want, there's a 90% chance more than anybody else that they're getting what they want. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that statement 100%. And she, and she or Rick even, I mean, it's going to be his son-in-law. He's posted pictures with them since they got engaged, he loves the kid for God's sake. Mm-hmm. He can straight up anyway. They can it. Can, we'll see what happens. But that was the big news story that broke over the weekend. It just it just oh, it pisses me off to no end how
0: much WWE hates their people like. And being the elite totally made fun of it because they're like, you know, you can't get out of your contract, even though you're you're a independent contractor. I just have I have exclusive rights to you, and you actually work for me. Like that's that's not real. Like, i being <laughs> the elite. They totally made fun of that yeah. because of this. Like, it is just it just makes me sick. That's all there is to it. It just makes me fair. violently sick that they're fucking over such a great talent and and by all accounts seems like a great human just because they don't want him
1: to go somewhere else and make money somewhere else is just dumb. And let me reiterate just so I can hammer this point home, because I don't think we can, we can miss this is that WWE in 2020 made more money than they've ever made in their entire goddamn existence. WWE made more money in the 2020 physical calendar year than they ever made in any other calendar year. They don't need to shelve, everybody i'm sorry even if you let everybody we want them to let go let go and they all sign with AEW, and we geek out for hours on end AEW is still gonna make or wwe is still gonna make more money next year yeah and the year after yeah and the year after you're not losing wwe if anything you're getting better because you can focus on the people that you actually have in you have in development, and maybe your stable of NXT stars, and instead of becoming cannon fodder for COVID nineteen outbreaks every three <laughs> months. There's a new one of those, by the way, at NXT. Yep. FYI, I heard about that yesterday. It, they could actually become. It could be like the. It could be like the Attitude Era again, yep. and so maybe rant over. That's 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 what they need to do. They won't no, they and won't. uh Andrea is gonna be stuck until his contract expires more than likely, hopefully not. I don't think the story's over. We'll see what happens, which is uh, some other... two years <laughs> two years from now, oh really, I didn't know oh Jesus terrible, yeah, well, he could just uh he can go he can go he can go full atomic on him yeah, yeah, I mean test it, start a streaming thing <laughs> try to yeah. get fired the way thea did, yeah. Just just, I mean, hey, if you really want out, Andrade, if you, I hope you're listening to this. You're probably not, but I hope you are. If you are, start Twitch. Twitch every damn day. Yeah. Bitch we'll, about Bruce.
0: We'll support you.
1: Yes. <laughs> Definitely give him a follow. We'll give you a shout out on, on this podcast. So, a couple of our notes here. Asuka supposedly out of concussion until WrestleMania but depending on that, we'll be back to that in a second. WrestleMania attendance. This one I found very interesting. So it was said that they're going to be Raymond J Stadium, uh, non-football, is, uh, about 60,000 is the capacity, give or take. Yep. So about 30,000 is what they were looking at for attendance, which I'm like, that's about what the Super Bowl had. Okay, that's yeah, cool. Yeah. Same, same location. Sure. Uh, WWE wants to do 75% capacity, 45,000 people. And I'm just, I don't know. And they have all the stuff about being COVID friendly and in pods. And this is how you're going to buy tickets and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how you could do that and have that many people.
0: I- well, because you have four. So
1: there's more. There'll be more areas spread out. People will okay. be a lot more spread out. All right. Well, then that that, that does make sense. But th- th- it just kind of, I'm like 30,000 people. Is a lot. If they do, by the way, and that's for each night, 45,000 per night. Not Not for just total. Mm-hmm. Both nights. If they do that, one of the, those will be the two largest events, night one and night two, since the pandemic started. Yeah. In America. So we'll, let's see what happens. Side note, uh, was revealed on Raw this past night that tickets, instead of going on sale today, on Tuesday, to be determined when they're going to go on sale. I don't know what's up with that. They're trying to – I'm sure they're trying to hammer out this detail, 30, 45, how many people we're going to get in there. Shoot, USC just announced yesterday that they're going to have their first uh, uh, um, non-fight island pay-per-view at Jacksonville on April 24th with full attendance, 15,000 people sold out. So, I mean, Florida's always been a little bit more – Lenient towards this stuff since the pandemic began. That's why all the sporting events have been in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Let's be honest. Uh, you know, I'll say for the Stanley Cup, you know, uh, but whatever. We'll see what happens. Uh, Paul White, uh, there was, it was quoted as saying on somebody's podcast that he wants Mark Henry in AEW. <laughs> so, no. I did also hear that somebody had put, had made this note, and it was somebody who works like in production or, kind of in the backstage area of AEW. And he it wasn't really a behind the curtain sort of thing but it kind of was he had said yesterday was such an awesome day about he, he always gives he's like you know he's so th- thankful for his job at aew and he put this thing about how it was nice because there's Paul white working with Will Hobbs and then you have Matt Hardy you know going in deep with private party non K Fabe actually going in deep with private party and you've got uh, Jerry Lynn and Dean Malenko like Talking with the, some of the young, young talent, and it's like that's that's the importance, and that's what I was getting at last time with Paul White. It's like he, it's great, but he wants to bring Mark Henry in. Apparently, I think it's more of a, a wish factor. I don't think Tony Khan's on board with that, but we'll see. Yeah, Kyle O'Reilly apparently re-aggravated his neck injury while brawling Adam Cole. Apparently, supposedly his return is delayed two more weeks, which puts him pretty close to takeover. Mm-hmm. So. He's got it. He's got. He got, got to take it easy in the next two weeks if he wants to wrestle a Takeover because that last man standing or whatever the hell that match is going to be against Adam Cole is going to, is going to tear the roof down. Oh, AEW talked about Revolution earlier. They're buying broke a company record, hundred twenty five thousand buys. Uh, they uh, grossed five mil, netted two mil, which is the most they've done on a pay per view. Good for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and uh, Jim Cornette's a piece of shit if you haven't heard. So. Oh fuck that guy.
0: let not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> We're not going to spend...
1: He no, no, that's literally all year. I'm saying. That's yep. all I'm saying. I'm not even giving credence to his words. Just, Jim Cornette, fuck you. Yep, sorry. So, let's move smoothly from Jim Cornette to SmackDown. Wow, that's a terrible segue. <laughs> Is it, though? <laughs> this, this show deserved it. Uh, this show scored... Uh, over a quarter million fewer views to a very unimpressive 2.01 million. Now, you might be thinking, well, that's double what AEW does. Yeah, but AEW's, like, goal is to, if they get a million, it's like streamers and balloons, you know, whatever, on a Wednesday night. SmackDown on Fox, on network TV. This is their billion-dollar brand, 2 million, just over 2 million viewers. There's a lot of people upset with that. And if you watch this show, uh, you would know why, because this was just bad. I'm not even going to give a lot of this any credit. I'm just going to roll through, give you a quick recap of what happened. So Perfect. Guess how they started. There's a promo. Edge came out, did a promo. Uh, <laughs> whatever. Shocker. Shocker. He is—he loves wrestling. He loves doing this. Whatever. He's, he's interrupted by Daniel Bryan. They bicker, whatever. Uh, then you have a tag team match. The Street Profits and Dominic and Rey Mysterio versus Otis, Gable, Ziggler, and Rude. Because let's just combine all the crap here. So, whatever. Then you got uh, the Street Profits, Dominic, and Rey Mysterio win. Then you got Jay Uso. Uh, he's trying to get into Roman's locker room, but Paul Heyman's like, no, no, no. You can't come in yet, and then he's like, that's cool. I got to go handle stuff, bro, and he does. <laughs> Seth Rollins, in an interview, wearing a turtleneck, so no, no bare chest under his uh, green uh, tartan suit this week, so a little different. Wow. I know. I know. Maybe he's trying to like subdue the ladies there. That caused the the viewership to drop. I'm sorry. That's not what it was. Wow. <laughs> but- he showed a video from three weeks ago when Cesaro was swinging him in endlessly, and he flips out, mocks him, and then says he's done with Cesaro. Uh, then you've got... Uh, God. Uh, I don't even want to... You got Nia Jax taking Reginald on a shopping spree. My note here is... Yes. Fucking kill me. That's what I wrote. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. <laughs> hard pass. Let's just keep on moving. Yeah. Nope. So there's that uh, Cesaro versus Murphy is next.
0: Oh, that could be good.
1: It could be good. It wasn't Cesaro won by DQ because they went for about four or five minutes. Uh, Seth was Seth, Seth. brought a chair out to ringside because that's the new thing. If you haven't watched Raw or SmackDown, they're just the wrestlers just bringing folding chairs, sitting at the edge of the ramp, like at least once per show per week. Why I don't. Know. So he, 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 he brings a chair in and uses it on Cesaro and it, it was, it was stupid and dumb. And then, and then he tries to curb stomp Cesaro while his head's in the chair, but the officials walk in and, and stop him. Uh, it's just, once again, you gotta love that consistent WWE <laughs> referees who will let somebody get totally murdered in one match. And then in the next match, no, no, no. Think about his children. Don't do it. Whatever. So that happened. And then he goes backstage. This was actually the, the one thing, the one thing that I liked from this whole SmackDown. Okay. Is he goes backstage and he bumps into Nakamura and they do a stare down. And I'm like, I want that. That's the only thing I want from SmackDown. Well, one of two things. I want Ruby Riot. Hey, Ruby. And and Liv Morgan to get a tag team title shot, which won't happen. But he stares down Nakamura. So that's setting that up. I'm a fan of that. I, I know, right? That That's something to get interested in, right? Uh, it'd and, be, it'd be it uh, for sure, <laughs> the same argument every week. You know, they have these people. Freaking use them. That match could be fantastic, and uh, whatever. There, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. So you have Ke- you have KO walking backstage. He's confronted by Sami Zayn, who wants him to be a part of his documentary. And he's quote unquote going to think about it. So whatever uh then jay is confronted by edge uh they have a man-to-man talk and edge throws a bunch of old like attitude era references to try and keep viewers entertained i wasn't you know he ends it by telling jay he's been playing lap dog to the big dog and okay whatever uh then you have the then you have the ko show so this is where you have sasha banks and bianca bear bel-air as the guests KO throws this weird parallel, which not weird, but throws the parallel to John Cena and Shawn Michaels, who faced each other at which I can't remember which WrestleMania it was, but they were also tag team champs at the same time. Mm-hmm. Just to piss JJ off, because everybody knows JJ's you know penchant for the Riot Squad and Ruby, right? A Ruby, and the fact that they're not going to get their their fair due. But anywho, uh, Sasha's heel turn is blatantly obvious, it's getting an, it's an, it's beyond annoying. She calls herself the B-E-S-T. A five-year-old wrote that line, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. There, there's no, and here's the part that kills me. As much as I like Bianca Belair, she was flat. There was no chemistry between anybody in this damn ring at this time. And you have K.O., Sasha Banks, and Bianca Belair, and they all just look like... First year acting students at a, you know, community college, which is a
0: damn shame because you definitely think between those three, that would not be a thing.
1: No, I thought for sure. Well, at least the KO show is going to be good tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah. Was con- no, yeah. it was bad. Ugh. And it gets worse because it's interrupted by Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and the, your your number one women's wrestling champion of the world, freaking Reginald. <laughs> and then they're interrupted by Tamina and Natalia because Bianca and Sasha have a match with Tamina. And Natalia. Tabina is now dressed in matching gear with matching like red highlights in her hair to Natalia. So there's there's that going on. Okay. Uh, <laughs> t- sure. And then you have Naya Shayna and Reginald on commentary. And I should blow past this, but I want to vent because this just made my skin boil the whole time this match is going on. Naya is just hamming up her libido about how great Reginald looks, has him keep getting up and dancing on the announce table, and it's not even the fact that this is happening, but we have to see this every thirty seconds. It's like there is a match going on that maybe those of us who like wrestling would want to watch. No. no, we're really at Reginald's dance show. the The, the match ends that Reginald. Runs in the ring. He keep, he ran around like three times. Like I, I almost got in my car and started driving to Tampa. I was like, I'm gonna go punch this dude in the face. He caused, it ends up causing a roll up. Sasha gets rolled up and they lose. And Bianca is sitting there blaming Sasha, you know, for entertaining Reginald once again. They have no chemistry these two, and I would never have guessed that this is a match that we wanted after the Rumble. And I can't believe that I'm saying this. I don't want this anymore. I would have rather that Bianca chose Asuka, cause whatever. Wow. Wow. Uh, just, I mean, I mean this isn't even this isn't even Bruce Prichard's show. And the writing is just gone. You know Vince is running this again. Yep. Triple H is fully. Tucked his head back in and is back in NXT land because that's real good. And this has just gone to hell in a handbasket. Uh go backstage as uh, Bianca and Sasha arguing about Reginald. Sasha calls her a calls Bianca a rookie. Yeah, nice dig, whatever. Yeah. Then <laughs> then Big E is back. And Yay. uh he's good, he comes out, and like, yeah, at least Biggie's here to say yeah. it. Big E's Big E. So it's it's good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> He comes out. He's going to end Apollo. And, you know, he calls out. He wants to fight Apollo, but Apollo doesn't show up. So then he extends an open challenge for the IC title. Okay. Baron Corbin comes out. And starts getting all long-winded about not his wrestling gear, but he's going to accept it. Before can he actually get any words out of his those words out of his mouth? Here comes Sami Zayn with his documentary. Chris, saying, I accept, I accept, I accept. I said it before you did. I, so Sami Zayn challenges Baron uh, Biggie for the uh, IC title. Uh, there's a couple good spots there. Like Biggie and Sammy, they could put on a decent match. It mm-hmm. was short. It was mm-hmm. very short, though. A couple mm-hmm. decent spots. Biggie gets the win. Apollo jumps out from behind the Biggie after the match, and he he grabs the steps from the outside and just beats the living piss out of Biggie with the steps in the middle of the ring, and he's still using that fake African accent and just. Uh, I know you. I know that makes you so happy, but it's still a thing. It's happening. It's so terrible. Oh, uh, then you go more Reginald. Nia and Reginald are now doing a backstage interview. Jesus. And, okay, and this leads to Naya Jax is getting a shot at Sasha Banks for the SmackDown Women's Championship next week. Because you know why? Who cares about anything anymore? That makes so much sense. I mean, I mean, of course not. Like, why do you have to? Ha- they're the tag team champions. And, they're, and one of the people they're feuding with is the is the woman's champion and the other person's feuding with the the raw women's champion spoiler alert it's like you have peyton royce who bled her heart out i know she's on raw but bled her heart out on last week's uh raw after show she's not getting a push she's getting buried you got the riot squad is getting dick nothing uh You know, Tamina and Natalia, you're not gonna really get anything. Let's be real. uh, You know, Carmella, she fired Reginald, and apparently that she thought she was fired because she's gone. No one knows where she is. Whatever. The show ends, not with a match, but with a contract signing between Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. Daniel gets a few good ja- ja- you know, verbal jabs in, but whatever. Jay Uso says he's going to be a special enforcer for the match. That brings Edge to the ringside, who says, that's a good idea, but I want to be special enforcer. How about we have a match next week, and the winner is a special enforcer for the match at Fastlane. They all fight. Daniel Bryan does a flying knee to Edge. Yes, this Probably does signal there's going to be a triple threat instead of Edge versus Roman at Mania. That's the end. Oh that's my God. Sure. It's so dumb. It was so dumb. And so many, like said, so the one good thing was the stare down between Roman Reigns, Shinsuke Nakamura. And that's only because they aren't actually going through their 50 50 crap of actual bad matches. It's just the idea of them. So that was that. Then t- last night was Raw, and believe it or not, Raw was better.
0: <laughs> it, what I've watched of it, because I was mainly watching AEW <laughs> Elevation. I'm just going to call that
1: out. Um, yeah, it actually was better. Everybody does. Yeah. It was better. It was better than Raw's been in a good amount of time. It was, it was night and day better than SmackDown. Still started off with uh, a little promo. Well, before we get to the promo, we got the announcement that uh, Mania is going to be Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. Didn't, didn't pussyfoot around. That's happening at Mania. So, that for one, that makes next week's match, or this weekend's match at Fastlane between McIntyre and, and Sheamus really pointless now. But... Well, it's automatically showing you McIntyre's going to win. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So, so, why even have a last man standing match? It's just going to be for personal feud. Whatever. But anyway, it's, it is what it is. We all knew it was happening, and it's official now. That's going to be your main event for Raw. At WrestleMania, then Bobby comes out and does a promo. He's interrupted by the Miz because we can't let that die. He's interrupted by Drew McIntyre, which, by the way, is now is now no more. Is he the Scottish psychopath? He's definitely the Scottish warrior now. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, there's a cheap shot by Bobby on the way out of the ring. Then Bobby's jumped by Sheamus because. Why not? Yeah. And Sheamus had an interview backstage immediately after saying he wants a match with Bobby because he wants to do, he wants to show Drew what Drew's not going to be able to do at WrestleMania. I'm like, okay, I can get behind this a little bit then. That's a good, that's a good job. Yeah. This, by the way, leads you into the opening match Drew McIntyre versus The Miz. uh The Miz was basically there for a match. Yeah. <laughs> he, got, he got the crap beat out of him, so it's whatever. Uh, McIntyre won. Then we give a quick little congrats to everybody's favorite Bad Bunny for winning a Grammy last night. He's Bad Bunny. And he's here. So, yeah. Uh, then you got Braun Strowman calling out Shane McMahon again. And, oh my God. The Braun Strowman, Shane. Is, okay. So, he Shane comes out, and once again, he barely steps outside from behind the curtain. And, Braun talks about how he's been bullied his whole life, and I'm like, bullshit, okay. <laughs> yeah, other Bu- way around. Bullied, bullied his whole life for being called dumb, and he challenges Shane to a match tonight. Shane spends way too much time talking and then eventually agrees to the match. Sure, w- why not? So you go backstage, you got Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Lana, and Naomi. They're interrupted by R-Truth doing a terrible uh, Steve Austin impersonation which as cheesy and corny as R-Truth is I enjoy R-Truth so
0: I do too I love me some R-Truth I like I miss him as a 24-7 champion
1: I cannot believe those words are coming out of my mouth but I do I I know right I know it seems it was really made for him when you think about it yeah
0: it really was he's the perfect guy
1: and then, those women who are talking backstage and you know, and all the things they're going to come out and do a tag team match. So, now you got Mandy and Dana versus Lana and Naomi, and Nia and Shayna are on commentary because we, if you have it a women's match on Raw or SmackDown, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Sasha Banks, or Charlotte Fair has to be present. That's it, period. So, it was okay, match. Uh, the commentary was so irritating i don't know nia jacks when she she's good as the 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 you know speak softly carry big stick you know mm-hmm, instead mm-hmm. of the just get my hole oh well, yeah. my hole is fantastic unintentionally but fan freaking fantastic her just trying is is not good i'm sorry that's mean to nia but <laughs> <laughs> It's like, it's, like, it's like she just goes on and 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 on. And on. It's, like, it's like, it's like, shit, Michael Cole's on the other show. I have female Michael Cole here all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, um, it's boss time. Yeah. Well, this match gets interrupted by Oscar, uh-huh. who, before this match, they let you know Oscar's going to be uh, returning tonight and fighting Shayna Baszler. And they start talking about her tooth getting knocked out five times during this match. At the end of the day, uh, Mandy and Dana end up getting the win. There's a spinning net breaker by Dana Brooke. And boom, there you go. Cool. So quick look backstage at the budding friendship between the New Day and Riddle, which I am actually all for. I dig this. This is act- this is always one of like the few little bits that I'm like, that's at least a little good. That's a little funny. That leads into a tag team championship match. New Day versus the Hurt Business is actually a very good match, as you can expect. It was a great match. I'm calling it great. I mean... Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, Sheldon Benjamin, uh, Cedric Alexander. Yeah, it yeah. was the match. It, it, it's just like you know. You say I say Adam Cole versus Finn Balor. You're like, that's gonna be a great match. I say those four names here. You're like, yeah, that's gonna be a good tag team match. Mm-hmm. And it was. It was fantastic. This is what, This is what you know. This is why I still watch. Let's be honest. Because there's glimmers. I know it's there. I know they can do it. Look at this match. It was stellar. A couple of weeks ago, you had that Sheamus versus McIntyre match, which was WrestleMania worthy. Mm. They can do it. And this is one example. Great match. By the way, New Day gets the win. Fantastic. Like a five finisher combo to end. And new WWE <laughs> tag for the 11th time. 11th time. Okay, not going to go there. But yeah. The, so, they're new tag team champions, and they're immediately greeted and can quote-unquote congratulate Another by one. one. Jesus. By one a, AJ Styles. Get new material on the congratulations shit. <laughs> but th- okay. They're not they're, they're not challenging him the same night, so that's good. Yeah. AJ Styles had almost come out, and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I did this. They go on for a little bit. AJ, you know, says he's got for his bucket list. You know, he hasn't been a tag champ, blah, blah, blah challenges them to a match at WrestleMania between him and almost. Now I want to remind you almost has not actually wrestled in WWE. No, not even in WWE underground where he was the, we uh, he was the, the doorman, <laughs> you know, but, uh, Xavier was accepted. They're wrestling at WrestleMania for the tag team, raw tag team champions. Let's see what almost actually does. But AJ versus the new day alone, that's gonna be a great. That's gonna be a good match. You're putting together decent matches for WrestleMania, at least uh, on paper. I would agree. On paper, I would agree. All right, go backstage. You got Miz and Morrison. They ran into Damian Priest and Bad Bunny, of course. Oh, you didn't do it. Wow, it's Bad Bunny. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. Oh, I I, I paused so you could. Do I, a I know. Of, I know. I, 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 I know you're gonna do it. It's so, Bad Bunny. Okay. Uh, oh. So re- reigniting this feud, like we all know, this is going to be a thing at WrestleMania. So anyway, that's going on, and then Miz Morrison skedaddle on, and here comes our truth again. And he's got a because uh, uh, because tomorrow today actually Tuesday is Steve Austin days three sixteen. Of course, Raw's filmed on three fifteen. <laughs> but I didn't stop our truth. He's got himself his Steve Austin vest and the Steve Austin belt over his shoulder and a stone cold, uh lunchbox. And he going to like whack in the head, bad bunny with the lunchbox. And Damien catches him. Cause he's blatantly obvious. And like, truth what are you doing goes, oh i just i came bearing gifts and so he's got these gifts for bad bunny <laughs> yeah. here's a here's a stone cold it, it was just basically like the old school remember back in the day like in the original like in your house pay-per-view and stuff from the 90s where they had like the promos to go to to call into wwe shop you know <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. during the show that's what this was pretty much so he's like here's this and i got this lunchbox and i got this yeah, i got this for you too it's a stone cold steve austin belt and and he goes. I thank you. I appreciate it, Bond. And uh, I know it's a terrible, bad bunny impersonation. Whatever. He's bad bunny. <laughs> it's all you can say for you. You can't even do the person. You just say his name. Yeah, it's not player. <laughs> it's playa. That's <laughs> okay, all I, I got. Need two, yeah. You need two things. Watch the Chio's commercial. Get some new material. Yeah, the corona so, commercials. That's all I got. I well, like yeah, that. yeah. Watch. The, yeah. So, so he asks him what truth wants, and truth just kind of points and is like, you know, I, I, I want my baby back, and. Bad Bunny just gives him the 24-7 title back. Woo! Just just hands it over. There you go. I respect you. I respect the business. Which, I mean, the statement was fine. I appreciate the statement. But still, he just... So, technically, Bad Bunny has never been defeated for the 24-7 title that he won. But our truth is your new 24-7 champion.
0: I don't know how I feel about this.
1: I don't know. At least there is continuity in the fact that he did pin... You know our truth, but yeah. So new new twenty four seven champion four hundred thirty fifth time our truth. Uh Jackson Rikers now fighting Damian Priest uh the next match. Uh This lasts all of two minutes. Like like I literally was like I I was making ramen, figuring oh it's Damian Priest it's gonna go on for at least like fifteen minutes, right? And the water hadn't even boiled yet, and I hear ding ding. But yeah, anyway, two two three minutes. Damien's squashing the crap out of Riker, which is a shame, and yeah. Elias comes in to interfere that causes you know and then bad Bunny comes in and pulls the guitar away from Elias because he's gonna use it and they, they, you know Damien then beats everybody up, and then here comes the Miz, and The Miz actually like does a move on Bad Bunny, oh. which was yeah it was like it's like it's like a like a, like, a, like, a, like a fall away slam or something you know harmless but Oh, okay. Not always. Yeah. It's just like, a, like just like like a, like a simple buy slam or something stupid, you know. But he did it, he did something, and then you know, and then they skedaddle on. So you know, it's coming. And uh, speaking of coming, uh, the next match you saw coming for weeks. It's Shane O'Mac versus Braun Strowman. Jesus. I know. I know. This match uh, ended up in a no contest. Shocker. Uh, bear. I know. No contest. Uh, Shane stalled even to start the match. He's mocking Braun. Finally, somehow the bell rings. He gets in the ring for like a half a second. And then it never actually, bell bell never rings to end the match either. I don't know, I don't even know what happened. But Braun's beating up Shane, running around the outside, and he goes to do his little like run around the ring thing. And Shane grabs the camera and just clocks him right in the face with the camera. And then he clocks him in the face three or four more times Twice was legitimate. <laughs> yeah. Straight in his face with a full camera. It ends with Shane putting, as you can, as I've called, as I said ad, ad nauseum. It puts Braun Strowman on the announce table, goes up to the top turnbuckle and does a flying elbow onto Strowman through the table, and then he goes under the ring and gets a five gallon bucket full of green slime and pours it over Braun Strowman. Okay. And then he goes under the ring again and gets another five-gallon bucket full of green slime and pours it over Braun Strowman. What? I, I don't know. I don't know. What is this? <laughs>
0: like, are, are we watching Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon tie-in? Yeah.
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> it made no sense whatsoever. But it happened. Okay. So there's that. Oh, by the way, they're going to actually fight again for real this time at Fastlane. So,
0: yay. sure they are.
1: Uh, by the way, Rhea Ripley is coming. Oh, she soon. is. I didn't know she was soon. coming. Soon. soon. <laughs> even her, even her Twitter just like seriously. When the when the hell is this happening? Then they have Alexa Bliss does a little promo in her like Lexus playground where she challenges Randy Orton to a match at Fastlane in a very roundabout way. Okay. She said, "Randy." If you, want me out, if you want me out of your life so badly, you're going to have to take me out this Sunday at Fastlane. I don't think, uh, oh, oh, sure. Great, cool. Next, you have Oscar versus uh, Shayna Baszler. This is the, let's reminisce about how many times Oscar got a tooth knocked out of her head. Okay, as a hockey fan, come on. Like, you show this, they, they showed this clip at least six times during this show. And I have seen guys get, lose a tooth, spit it out, go to the bench to get some alcohol, twirl it around, you know, spit it out, put the mouth guard in, and not even miss a shift. Stop it with the tooth, okay? Yeah, I know it's, it was a it's concussion that sidelined her, but yeah. come on. It kept just driving it home. This was, this was a match that should have been and just shows you how terrible anything outside of NXT women's division is in WWE because this match you I say Oscar versus Shayna Baszler that should be a pay-per-view quality match, right? Agreed,
0: a thousand percent yeah.
1: I would love to see this at Wrestlemania, yeah. you know but it was okay, it was okay, it wasn't that great it was short, um, it ends up with Oscar going all, well Oscar gets the win because Shayna locks in the carefully to clutch and then Asuka kind of reverses it to get the pen, you know, the flip, flip back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Shane just doesn't care. She just wants to keep hurting her, so she keeps in. Er- basically, everything that either of these women did was to hurt the other opponent, which is a good angle and I like. And yeah, it's a yeah, shame yeah. it's not an actual singles feud like it's going to be because we all know it's Charlotte Fair versus Oscar at WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's inevitable. A thousand After the inevitable. match. Uh, exactly. And this is so much more potential. You have the built in thing with the tooth, which, you know, whatever. But. After the match, Oscar goes all ape shit and she removes one of the, the lower uh, uh, turnbuckle pads, brings Sasha over to the corner if she beat the crap out of her, and she's going to curb stomp her face into the exposed steel, you know, tooth for a tooth style. And the ref jumps in and stops her. Oh. <laughs> Once again, selective refereeing. So, yeah.
0: Oh, that's terrible. That would be a great angle. I know. Oh, I know. Great. Right.
1: Everything that they did here made you feel like, yes, this is a good feud to build, set up for WrestleMania, and you know it's not going that way because you got God, yeah, that sucks. Yeah. So, anywho, uh, Mustafa Ali's—he's uh, just tearing into Retribution backstage, and Matt Riddle rides a scooter right through the middle of them like a boss. I love Riddle. Jesus. I love Jesus
0: he doesn't care
1: <laughs> does the, he's so high he could give it a give a give a flying fuck and then one of the best parts of every monday night raw is uh there's a new commercial for queen of the south starts in april and good god this next season looks fantastic if you haven't watched queen of the south you need to have you watched it at all jamie you no seen? no no it is so good huh. so good Could uh, you, girl, would you the, say that's a highlight of raw Uh, usually this raw was i i'm I'm, you know i'm being i'm being a little facetious this week because there was some good stuff like that new day match but usually yes my highlight of raw is seeing the new commercial for uh, new footage for queen of the south which is one of jj's favorite shows i can't wait check it out sometime i might i might so then uh you got the riddle versus mustafa i got it right i think hey you sure Uh, did Mustafa, I still don't know. I still don't know. I'm still still pissed that whatever. Anywho, Riddle versus Mustafa Ali for the U.S. title. It was a decent match. It should have been a better match, but because retribution's there, it's not. T-Bar distracts the referee, causes the referee to miss Ali's clear, easy pinfall victory. He gets turned around the the. Bro Derek is hit, which is your favorite move I know of God, all time. It's such a terrible <laughs> ass name. It's a terrible name. It's a terrible name. It's a decent move. Terrible name. Yeah, great and, move. I like the move. Just... And uh and Riddle gets the win. And then of course that means that Mustafa's gonna yell at T Bar and whatever, more of that. Randy Orton next accepts the match for Fast Lane against Alexa Bliss. So there you that's go. a thing. <laughs> sure, cool. Uh, and then, like I said before, the the, the on-sale date for Mania tickets is not today. Who knows when it is? It's coming soon. And uh, then you got a Drew, Drew McIntyre promo. He comes out, got another promo. And I didn't catch all what he was saying, because it, it was yeah. three hours, too damn long. I did catch, though, that he basically said he free balls in his kilt. Yes, so. I caught that, too. <laughs> he caught that? What the, I said, they're like, hold on a second. Did he just say that he free? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah, he sure did.
1: Night ends with Sheamus, Bobby Lashley. Main event. This was another good match. Good Not match. I like the match. The twenty minute match. It covered uh covered one commercial break. I think. Yeah. Maybe two. One. It covered one commercial. Uh, break. One
0: commercial break this time.
1: One commercial break, and it was a good match. And these two, I mean, if you like hard hitting, oh, like physical it was guys, stiff. it's stiff as it comes. And. And Bobby at times needs that. I think. I think cause he's so big, and he's he's you know he's he's got the MMA. He, I think because of that, he can't really shine unless he's with somebody that matches that equally. You know, I, I
0: agree. I, I I agree with that statement. He needs yeah. he needs a bruiser to be along with him, and it just makes it for a better match. Like yeah, him and the Miz is not believable, but him him and McIntyre oh. and him and Sheamus, hell and yeah, Simmons. I'm yeah. here for it.
1: Yeah. Sheamus and McIntyre, they can do other matches, but Bobby's, you know, very much does so. And I don't care what anybody says. I like Bobby Lashley as champion. I like, Me too. I like MVP as the annoying mouthpiece of the champion. I think this is a great angle. I'm, I'm actually excited for this main event loads more than I ever will be for whatever the hell Edge is in. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree wholeheartedly. So this was, a, this was a very good match, and it, uh, it ended with a clean ending. And that's partly why I say it's a very good match, because uh, it was a, ended with, yeah, that guy, Seamus. There you go. Seamus <laughs> uh, she, went for a bro kick. It was uh, ducked and then turned into a spear, unfortunately. But spear! Bobby Lashley got the win. Drew came in the match. little scuffle. End of show. Uh, it was a much better Raw. Yeah. Even with the women's division being what it is. We got a glimpse of something that excited me. It's not going to happen. Oscar and Shayna. You didn't have too much Reginald. That's always a plus in JJ's book. <laughs>
0: I would agree with <laughs> and that. And had,
1: you had two very good matches and a couple other decent ones, you know, in the middle of that there. So not too bad as far as Raw Show goes. Yeah. Raw Show, Ra, whatever. <laughs> it's one of those nights.
0: Yeah, it, it wasn't bad. I think it was better than what they've been doing so that was a big plus
1: yeah i mean hopefully this makes hopefully this is a move in a direction to more stability so we'll see what happens where it goes from here so that's exactly. that's what we got do you have any other thoughts about anything this week in wwe other than they're wasting uh, andrade no no i'm good oh and uh side note uh just uh, for those you were checking uh there was no no light signs of life from alistair black whatsoever too so He's, shocker he's been off he's been off i know you said it earlier he's been off as long as off, t- off of tv excuse me as long as andrade as well which makes me sick i mean those two remember those two tore the roof off of takeover
0: mm-hmm
1: mm-hmm my we've come a long way so well, let's let's see what happens best of luck to andrade yeah, that's what we got. So that was WWE. Uh, well, we'll see you again in a couple days here. Uh, Jamie and I will be back to go over uh, AEW. Jamie's got extra AEW to go on because this was the premiere of Ev- Dark Evolution <laughs> Elevation. I can't. I can't. I can't remember crap. I don't know any names, names, words, blah. <laughs> So, Dark Elevation. <laughs> yes. Uh we don't really cover Dark, but Dark Elevation we're going to cover. So, JB you got two shows now on uh Thursdays to co- w- cover. So, look yeah. at you.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of AEW to cover cuz it was it was 2 hours on YouTube. Like it was a
1: lot. So, it'll be a total of 4 hours. You are getting close, although I still got that Raw thrown in there. So, <laughs> the extra hour of Raw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I don't have any kids, so I, I so I I suck it up and I, I watch I watch the extra hours of whateverness. But uh, yeah, yeah. So we'll be back on Thursday with our AEW show. We're gonna talk about Impact too on Thursday mm-hmm. because oh my, oh my, sacrifices this past weekend. And spoiler alert, freaking awesome, very it's very complete. good, surprising sure. all over the place. I don't even want to call it surprising anymore. I mean. So the results maybe yes but i think mm-hmm. that in general like yeah we have we have things to say about impact so we're gonna talk about impact we're gonna talk about aw uh, thank you for, for joining us, listening through with everything we got, WWE related. Join the conversation, follow us on Twitter at Total Spot Check us out on YouTube. That is Total Spot Fest Live. Give us a subscribe, give us a like. I promise you we're gonna have video videos coming soon and not just a static image with our voices. It's coming soon. I promise you. But if you don't if you just wanna listen to us on your on your phone, uh while you're you're working out or whatever, Check us out wherever you get all your all your podcasts at. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google. They're all there. And that's what we got. So I want to thank you guys for giving us some of your time this week. It's so nice. We didn't have any, like, blow-ups with just you and I, I got to say, Jamie.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was, it was very peaceful, and no one, you know, got... Overly crazy about Dexter Loomis. It was. It was kind of. I nice. know.
1: I I, I. I. could say things like I even. I even made one mention about your favorite NXT wrestler. And just oh, I hate that guy. And we moved on. Yeah. Yeah. Amazingly enough. Well, uh, that's what we got. Thank you guys for giving us some of your time. Jamie, why don't you wrap us up? Well, as always, if you're not down with TSL, I got two words
0: for you: Nick Free. <laughs>
1: See you next time, guys. Bye. Peace.